Hello everybody and welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, it's Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about red and white meat. Sounds yummy, my favorites. My doctor says I eat too much. Well, we'll get to that. Um, but the first question is, why is chicken meat white but beef red? You know, it's all about the muscles. You know, some meat uh, is muscle built for endurance, like running, and needs a lot of oxygen. So that's why it has special proteins that tends to better store and carry that oxygen around. And these proteins have to be red. So that meat also is red. While other types of meat is muscle built for quick, powerful movements like jumping and needs a lot of energy. So it has a lot of special sugars that store that energy and that happens to be white. So this meat also becomes white. So what happens to the ones in the middle, like uh, veal or rabbit? Are they red or white? So let's explain one thing here. Uh, in culinary terms, there's before cooking and after cooking. And white meat is meat which is you know pale in color both before and after cooking, while red meat is commonly red when it's raw, and then it does become a darker color after it's cooked. So it's kind of like saying red and white before cooking and then dark and white after. Got it. Now back to my rabbit question. <laughs> uh, in, in traditional uh, gastronomy terms, uh, white meat does also include rabbit. Uh, it's like the, the, the flesh of milk-fed young mammals, you know, like veal and lamb and pork. So a common example of white meat is the lighter colored meat of poultry uh, coming from the breast as contrasted with darker meat from the legs. And this poultry white meat is made of, you know, these fast twitch muscle fibers, while the redder or darker meat is made up of muscles with fibers that are more slow twitch. Mm, interesting. Now, how about fish? You know, again, in culinary terms, uh, only flesh from mammals or, or fowl um, is classified as red or white, usually not fish. Okay, so explain to me why chickens need uh, the one type of, uh, you know, uh, of meat, but cows need something different. So again, it's all back to the muscles and the way the animals move, right? Uh, birds are built to be light and quick to move. Uh, they have things like hollow bones and small, compact, uh, streamlined bodies covered with these lightweight feathers that help reduce the turbulence of air as it flows over their bodies during flight. While on the other hand, cattle are big and heavy. Uh, they're slow-moving grazers who need the capacity to move quickly when the need arises. Uh, so if their muscle stores a lot of oxygen, then they can get up and hustle when they need to. Like, for example, when a predator is after them. Additionally, the respiration system for birds and mammals is also vastly different. Uh, mammals have two lungs and a diaphragm for squeezing the lungs to draw air in and out, while actually birds have sacs throughout their bodies that store the air before delivering it to the lungs. So the capacity for keeping oxygen readily available when it's needed most, uh, like the muscles for example, is different for mammals and birds. So mammals, again, don't have these chambers for storing oxygens like birds do, so they need some other mechanism of reserving oxygen, hence the abundance of myoglobin in their muscles. And not all birds need this protein in their muscles because they get they you know get enough oxygen due to the design of the sacs and the respiratory system. So ducks are a type of bird who have red meat, right? Ah, uh, yeah, duck meat, <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, and yes, 
Uh, birds like duck and geese have darker uh, colored breasts uh, when cooked uh, because there's more myoglobin in their muscle. Uh, I believe this is to aid in kind of a more prolonged and sustained flight. Uh, chickens and turkeys, however, don't do a whole lot of flying or frankly even <laughs> moving around their wings for long periods of time. So there's less need for their breast muscles to have that, to need that myoglobin for reserving oxygen. Okay, I got it. What would happen if you took a look at humans uh, and, and our meat then? <laughs> uh, human meat, if one had ever uh, could take a look, hopefully in a scientific or medical environment, uh, is actually a combination of the two, which is why our muscles are actually more pinkish uh, instead of pure white or, or pure red like a muscle. Uh, and this makes a lot of sense because humans do both types of activities a lot. That's helpful. Now, circling back to your question up at the uh, start of this episode, which was, what are the different health effects of eating red and white meat? <laughs> this is very important for all our listeners. The health effects that correlate with white meat consumption have been thoroughly studied uh, as, as compared to red meat and vegetarian diets. And there is evidence to show there is a decreased incidence of stroke. Um, there is no association with obesity or insulin resistance. And white meat appears to have a neutral or even favorable effect on blood coagulation profiles. Mm, interesting. Now, a somewhat related and adjacent question that comes up in this context sometimes is with squid meat, why does it taste so different mm -hmm. in texture to the meat of other animals? Hmm, that's a really good question, and that's why calamari is such a specialty. Uh, you know, most meat uh, that we think of traditionally, we buy from the supermarket, uh, you know, it comes from vertebrate animals, meaning animals with a spine and bones. Squid, however, are a type of invertebrate animal that don't have bones, um, except maybe a beak or something. This means that a squid's flesh has to function for both movement and for structure while a vertebrate animal's flesh only has to provide movement because the bones provide that structure. As such, a squid's flesh is different from a vertebrate animal's flesh and therefore can have a you know, chewier or more rubbery feeling when we eat it. It's serving dual purpose. Glad that we now know that. Thanks, Kevin. Did you learn something new today? If you did, send us a tweet or send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have suggestions on future episodes. Thank you, as always, to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit. We will see you all next week.